welcome to the Faith Heights Church audio podcast. We pray that this message will bless you and feed your faith as you listen in today. Church, let's open up our Bibles, first of all, to Proverbs chapter 4. If you have not been with us the last two Wednesday nights, I had a leading two weeks ago to start a series entitled, Everybody on this planet can be healed. Um, Through a study of the scriptures, you'll find out that God wants every sick person on this planet healed. You don't find out what God wants by praying, and if you get an answer or don't get an answer, well, either God wanted or he didn't want it. You find out God's will by going to the New Testament, which is the new will. You don't, you don't, you don't pray, and then if you get an answer, oh, it was God's will, or I didn't get an answer, oh, it wasn't God's will. Sometimes people's prayers need work. Sometimes people don't even know how to pray. And so sometimes people's prayers don't work, but God still wanted them healed, but they just didn't know how to pray. And so we can't, we can't be blaming God. You know, well, God didn't heal me after I prayed. I guess it's not his will. Maybe you didn't pray right. <laughs> Maybe you messed up your prayer. Maybe there was a few ingredients not involved in the prayer that should have been. Why do we always put, put it off on God? No, people, <clears throat> you got to learn how to do some things. You're going to have to learn how to pray. You're going to have to learn how to believe God. You're going to have to learn how to use your authority against the enemy when he attacks. Well, I'll pray, and if I get results, and that's because God wanted me healed. And if I don't get results, I guess he wants me to stay sick. No, he wants everybody healed. Do you realize you could pray a prayer that didn't work because you didn't know enough scripture? Absolutely you can. There's reasons for a prayer failure, and it's never because God said no. So turn with me to Proverbs chapter 4, and we're going to talk some more about everybody, every sick person on this planet can be healed. God has provided a way. It's his will that they are healed. And here, here, let me make this statement. Every sick person on this planet can be healed, but I didn't say every sick person on this planet is going to turn to the Lord for healing. Which means what? means they won't get healed, but they could have been healed. People not being healed doesn't mean they couldn't have been healed. Are you listening? Just like people not being saved doesn't mean Jesus didn't provide salvation and it doesn't mean they couldn't have been saved. They just did not choose to go to Jesus, believe in him, and receive the salvation he provided for everybody on this planet. Same thing with healing. Everybody can be healed, but not everybody is turning to Jesus the healer for their healing. Not everybody's doing the simple things the word says to do if you're sick to be healed, and so they're not being healed, but they can be. I remember when President Dick Cheney was struggling with heart issues, I felt real prompted to write him a letter. And I did while he was vice president of the United States. I wrote him a letter. I sent him two books, one by Mrs. Newsom, one of the best books you'll ever read on faith called The Life of Faith. And I sent him Kenneth Hagin's book entitled Healing Belongs to Us. Oh, it was really cool because a couple weeks later, I got a really nice letter, a presidential uh, letterhead. I think I still have it. I'm sure I do. And Dick Cheney said, thank you so much for the two books. He named both the books. And ever since that, I don't remember him having many heart issues at all. I don't know. He must have read the books or something. The word must have got in him. But, and I'm not saying it was just me. There's probably all kinds of people doing this. But I, I really felt impressed to do that because 
I knew if he would read those books, he, he would. Here, here's the thing about it. I sent him a book entitled Healing Belongs to Us. Just because something belongs to you doesn't mean you're going to enjoy it. Say, Pastor, why did that Christian die at such a young age with that disease? I don't know, but I know healing belonged to him. I don't know why they didn't take it. I don't know why they didn't receive it, but I know healing belongs to everybody on this planet. It doesn't mean everybody's going to receive healing, but they can. Y'all understand that? Just because everybody can be healed doesn't mean everybody is going to choose Jesus, their healer, and believe and receive, according to scriptures, healing that he provided. But they can be. I said they can be. Just like salvation. Everybody can be saved, but not everybody's willing to repent. Well, does that mean that those that go to hell, that was God's will? No, he's not will that, it's not his will that anybody perish, but that all come to repentance. If somebody doesn't repent and they miss heaven, it's not because God wanted them to go to hell. It's because they didn't repent. Same thing in the area of healing. So Proverbs chapter 4, in verse 20 through 22, the Bible says, My son, attend to my words. The Bible. My son, incline your ear unto my sayings. Let my words not depart from your eyes. Keep my words in the midst of your heart, for my words are life unto those that find them, and health to all their what? Spirit? Soul? Heart? Oh, it's really good for your heart and soul. This scripture says, God's word, if taken according to directions, will heal every part of your body. I don't know why sick Christians don't dive in the word when sickness attacks. This is, this is one of the best ways to get healed. I'm trying to believe for healing. Just take the word. Now, notice the word health. It's my, my Bible has a number by it where it says health to all their flesh. Um, not this Bible, but another Bible. And it says the Hebrew word is marpei, which the Old Testament was translated from Hebrew manuscripts. And the word marpei means medicine. So, my son, attend to my words. Pay attention to my words. Don't make it a side issue. Pay attention to my words. Make it important. Incline your ear unto my sayings. Let my words not depart from your eyes. Keep my words in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them and medicine to all their flesh. God's word is medicine. God has medicine for us. He has medicine for us. There's medicine in the natural we're thankful for. We're thankful for the medications and the knowledge men have you know, received from God to provide certain medications. But God has a direct medication for you from his word. And it's health and medicine to all your flesh. <laughs> That's such good news. Yes. Do you know why everybody can be healed? Because everybody could take God's medicine. Now, is everybody going to take God's medicine? I didn't say that. Well, what if they don't take God's medicine, but they want to be healed by God? Well, it doesn't work that way. We don't get healed the way we want to get healed. We get the healed the way he said we get healed. And one of the best ways to be healed physically, all your flesh, is to get in the Word, turn off the programs for a while, turn off the secular stuff for a while, get in the Word. But pastor, it's not life-threatening. Well, do you want it to last two weeks or two days? Right. <laughs> or two hours, depending on how diligent you are. 
I hate disease. Jesus hated it. He went about healing all that were oppressed of the devil. God was with him. There's something about sickness that robs people of life. It, it renders them useless at times if it's severe enough. It, it cuts things short. And the, God has medicine for us. And it's called attending to his word, inclining our ear unto his sayings. Hear good sermons on a regular basis, things that build up your spirit. Don't let his words depart from your eyes. What does that mean? It means have such a knowledge of the word that when you do close the book, scriptures are still on your mind. And if attack comes, you know exactly what scripture to quote because you've been in the word. Keep God's word in the midst of your heart. For my words are life unto those that find them. God said in my words are medicine to all their flesh. Health. Now, I like the word health, too, because it shows preventative medicine. Thank God for healing. But what if you never needed it because you're just living in health? Health is a Bible word. Oh, this is good news, church. You can be sick. You can be healed if you're sick, but you can also live in health to where no evil shall befall you nor any plague come near your dwelling. I guess it just depends on how on fire for God do you want to be? How engulfed in the word do you want to be? The Bible says you can live your life in God in such a way where the wicked one touches you not. That's called health. That's called preventative. Right? There's a scripture that says um, it says that um, God has given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You do need to use the authority. Right? You can't have a gun and not use it. <laughs> Amen. If you want the gun to benefit, you've got to use it. Well, you have authority, but you've got to use it. Having authority and using authority is two different things. But if you use your authority in Jesus' name against powers of darkness and disease when it comes against you, you can get to the point where Jesus said, nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's preventative medicine. And that's a really a good thing. So everybody can be healed. How do we know that? Because everybody can do Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 22. Will everybody choose to do that? I don't know. It's up to them. But they can. They say, well, I, I don't know why God didn't heal me. I guess this is will that I'm not healed. No, why didn't you get in the Word and take His medicine until that sickness was blasted out of your life? Don't blame it on God. Well, I don't know why God didn't heal me. Why didn't you get in the Word like Proverbs 4, 20 through 22 said and get your medicine? No, don't blame that on God. I don't know why God didn't heal me. He gave you medicine. Why didn't you take it? That's a good question. Those of you watching online, listen. Anybody can be healed because anybody can do Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. All right. Go to Mark 9, 23. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Number two. Everybody can be healed because everybody can learn how to have faith to be healed. What'd he say? <laughs> I said, everybody can be healed because everybody can choose to learn how to have faith to be healed. Mark 9, 23, put it up on the screen. Jesus said unto him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. And this was in the context of physical healing. Healing of a man's child who had epileptic fits. So he said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes in the context of receiving healing, physical healing. 
Well, did you know that you can believe? Did you know you, anybody on this planet can believe? God made salvation and healing available in such a way where the, anybody on the earth can be a part of it because we can't earn it. You can't work for it, but you can believe and receive. And that's why God chose faith and grace because everybody can get in on that. Everybody can get in on faith and grace. God's grace, our faith, salvation, healing shows up in our life. So I want you to keep that in mind. All things are possible. Now, that must mean healing of HIV is possible to him that believes Jesus is the healer over that. Or he lied. Or Jesus lied. Because he didn't say all things are possible except healing of HIV. Uh-uh. He didn't say all things are possible except for, uh, last stages of cancer. No. If it's not possible to be healed of any sickness or any disease, no matter how terminal or how chronic, if it's not possible to be healed of all diseases, the Lord lied. I'm going to go with, he didn't lie. He didn't lie. It's just people have a free will. They, don't, they can choose to not be interested in faith or they can, be, they can choose to run to Jesus and find out everything they need to know about faith so that the thing they need in their life can show up in their life. Do you realize the doctor's telling you that you're terminal is not Jesus telling you you're terminal? There's, there are some things man is not going to be able to fix, but that shouldn't frighten you. God can fix anything. Our Father is greater than all. And this scripture here says, all things are possible to him or her that believes. So let me say it again. Everybody can be healed because everybody can learn how to have faith to be healed. Somebody tell me, how do you, how do you get faith to be healed? Somebody tell me, how do you get faith to be healed? Romans ten seventeen. put it up on the screen. How do you have faith? How do, how do you get faith to be healed? All things are possible to him that believes or to him that has faith. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So now you know how to get faith to be healed. What if you don't do that? Doesn't mean you can't be healed. It means you chose not to do what it takes to be healed. Some people want healing, but they're just not interested in the word of God. How does that work? It doesn't work. (laughs) Okay, come on. Faith comes by here. Faith for healing, faith for salvation, faith for prosperity, faith for peace of mind, faith to be free from depression. Faith comes by hearing scriptures in that area and hearing by the word of God. So if you want faith for healing to increase, what scriptures should you feed on? How about healing scriptures? Where healing is promised, where healing is, is made clear, it's a part of redemption. Feed on those scriptures like you eat food. Enjoy it. Speak it. Talk it. Say scriptures over your life. When you find a healing scripture that says, himself took, my infir- himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses, say it out of your mouth. Say, Jesus took my infirmities and he bore my sickness. Now what are you doing? Now you're releasing faith in the word and things immediately start to change in your life. May not feel an immediate change. You may, but you may not. But you know what? You're going to the root. So this thing never comes back. Not just symptoms. Root. Faith goes to the root. Medicine deals with symptoms. That's why you can take medicine at the same time, believe God for the root to be killed and work at it from both ends. 
if in fact, you know, you need to take medicine, the Spirit of God leads you to. So turn to Mark chapter 5, verse 34. I've got to say this. Mark 5, 34. This is a woman who had a, was hemorrhaging for 12 years, spent all her money on doctors, didn't get better, got worse. Well, she touched the hem of Jesus' garment, and look what happened here. It said, and Jesus said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. What did Jesus say was the reason this woman got healing? Now, he, now listen, he could have said, daughter, my power healed you. Question, why didn't he? Because that's not what he wanted us thinking about concerning this healing. He could have said, daughter, my power healed you. Daughter, the anointing of God healed you. And we know it was the power and we know it was the anointing. But why didn't he say that? Because he didn't want us focusing on that. He wanted us to see something in this verse that we need to see today. She initiated her healing and Jesus said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. There are times where the spirit of God initiates a healing it's called the gifts of healings, but this is not that time. There's, there's many ways to receive healing from the Lord. Sometimes the Spirit of God will initiate something, and people wait for that sometimes, and they, they die waiting because the Spirit of God didn't initiate it. All along, they could have done what this woman did and initiate their own healing by operating in faith in the Word of God and receiving the healing that God already said belongs to them. This, so Jesus said, daughter, your faith made you whole. Some people say, well, healing's passed away. You know, it passed away a long time ago with the last apostles. Healing's passed away. Well, I never heard faith passed away. Have you? Has faith passed away? Has healing passed away? Or has people's faith for healing passed away? Because faith is, if faith wasn't here today, nobody could be saved. Faith is still here today. And if her faith can make her whole, your faith can make you whole. How many interested in faith? It's one of the reasons we have that name on the sign on our building, Faith Heights Church, because we know your faith can make you whole. You don't have to wait for the Spirit of God to initiate a healing as He wills, and sometimes He doesn't, sometimes you can get healed anytime you want to, when you're ready to believe what God said. Your faith can make you whole. The, the, end of, the end of this chapter, actually, no, it's not the end of this chapter. Um, in Mark chapter 10, it says to the blind man, Jesus said to the blind man, do you believe I'm able to do this? They said, yes, Lord. He said, receive your sight. And he said, your faith has made you whole. Told the blind man. He said this about 15 to 16 or 17 times out of the 20 individual cases of healing that we have, Holy Spirit picked in the New Testament. About three quarters of the time, he said it was their faith was the reason they got healed. Wow. Does our faith have anything to do with receiving healing? Yeah. So here, let me say it again. Everybody can be healed because everybody can learn how to have faith to be healed. Everybody. Just some don't want to learn. They want to keep watching their soap operas and, you know, they just don't want... Well, that doesn't mean they couldn't have been healed. It just means they chose not to get their healing that the Lord provided. Number three, turn to Romans chapter 10. Yeah, go ahead and turn to um, Luke chapter 10. So what are we talking about? We're talking about everybody can be healed and we're proving from the scriptures why that statement is true. Right? Everybody can attend to God's word. Everybody can incline their ear unto his sayings. 
Everybody can let him not depart from their eyes, keep his words in the midst of their heart. What happens if they do it? Well, if they stick with it, it'll be life unto them that find it and medicine to all their flesh. Everybody can be healed because everybody can grow in faith. Everybody can get in the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And if her faith can make her whole, your faith can make you whole. Might take a little learning, but you can do it. Number three, everybody can be healed because everybody can get saved and use their authority over all the power of the devil. Everybody can do that. And the reason I had to put the saved one in here is because you really don't have authority over the devil until you're a Christian. So if you're a non-Christian and sick and you want healed, you're going to need to get saved, which can happen in a second or 10 seconds. And then you'll have authority over the disease and you can rebuke it and it'll have to leave you. Everybody can be healed because everybody can be saved and use their authority over all the power of the devil. Luke 10, 19, I just quoted this. Put up on the screen, Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Jesus said to his followers, and we're his followers, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all, everybody say all, all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Well, you can do this if you want to. Everybody can be healed because everybody can have authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That would include cancer, disease, sickness, right? But it's predicated on using your authority, saying no to the devil when he attacks, putting your foot down and saying, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. That is not from God. Christ redeemed me from that problem, that curse, that sickness, that disease, and you use your authority. How do we know everybody can be healed? Because everybody can receive this power and exercise it over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Some people say, well, it's God's will to heal some, but it's not His will to heal all. Then all these scriptures you've been reading shouldn't be in the Bible because they apply to everybody. If we do what these scriptures say, we'll have what these scriptures say we can have. Don't tell me it's not God's will to heal all when He already told us over and over and over again, if you do these things, anybody will be healed. If anybody does this, they'll get victory. If anybody does this, they'll get free. Anybody can be healed. Some people need to hear this because you've been told and taught by preachers in, in, in the past or whatever that it's not God's will to heal everybody, then I guess we've got to rip Proverbs chapter 4 out of the Bible. It sounds to me like anybody who takes God's medicine is going to get healed if they take it according to directions. Right? Anybody can believe God for healing. Jesus didn't put any limitations on this. Anybody can be healed if they'll just do what the Lord said do. But the problem is, a lot of people don't want to do what the Lord said do, and they don't get the healing, and God wanted them to have it all along. So look at this. In uh, Luke chapter, we saw Luke chapter 10. Look at James 4, 7. Most of you know this one. James 4, 7. The Bible says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Who can do that? Who, who has the privilege to do that? Who can submit themselves unto God? Anybody on this planet. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Yep. Who's that work for? Well, only those whom it's God's will. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> Come on, man. This is written to everybody on the planet. Yeah. Let me remind you of a scripture. Don't put it on the screen. Just listen. Acts 10, 38. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth 
with the Holy Ghost and power. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Where does sickness and disease come from? Well, it didn't come into the earth until the devil came into the earth. And it's finally eliminated from human contact when he's eliminated from human contact. Oh, came in with him. Oh, goes out with him. Oh, must be of him. It is. It is. One way or another. A lot of the stuff that's floating around in the air right now wasn't here before Satan got here. It was wonderful before Satan. It was, everything was great. And it's great after he's eliminated from human contact again. Nothing kills, nothing steals, no more disease, no more crying. When he's gone, all the stuff goes with him. Huh, we should get a clue from that. This junk, this disease stuff, this epidemic stuff is of the enemy. And, it's, and, and if we can submit ourselves to God and resist the devil, he will, that means he will flee from you and everything of him will flee from you. One of the greatest truths, we need to make a movie on this. Our church needs to make a movie. We need to talk about the word of faith. We need to talk about the power of God. We need to talk about it's God's will that all be healed. We need to talk about resisting the devil and seeing results and using our authority because a lot of Christian movies don't show that. They kind of show stuff that there's actually some things in some so-called Christian movies. I'd rather watch a secular movie with cussing in it than some of the Christian movies because of the connotation that makes God look like he's killing somebody, wrecked, uh, got somebody in an accident so they get saved. I'd almost rather watch a secular movie than that because I don't like people blaming God for abusing his children and people. It's not right, church. The devil came to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Kenneth Hagin wrote a little mini book called Don't Blame God. And it talks about these things. Well, that tornado was an act of God. You know, our insurance won't cover that. Shut up. Fine if your insurance doesn't cover it, but don't, tell you, don't you tell me that my father, God, who said it's not my will that one of these little ones perish, sent a tornado through a town and killed three families. Actually, when Jesus was on a boat on a lake and a storm came up and about killed him and all the disciples, he rose up and said, I rebuke this wind. Wind, you stop, you stop, waves mellow out. I rebuke this storm. Well, is he rebuking the Father God? No, he's, he's representing the Father God. Destructive storms are not acts of God. If they kill, steal, and destroy, whose, whose job description is that? That's the devil's job description. If it's bringing life, life more abundantly, whose job description is that? Absolutely. Jesus said the Son of Man didn't come to destroy men's lives. He came to save men's lives. You have to get this in your spirit, especially when warfare comes against you. You have to be rooted in this and bold about it. And then open your mouth and speak like a king and reign in your domain over these powers of darkness and laws of nature and demon forces. Open your mouth, child of God. You were made a king and a priest and kings rule by words. All right. Ephesians 4. Turn to Ephesians chapter 4, please. Verse 27. Here's another reason everybody can be healed. Number four, everybody can be healed because everyone can learn how to give no place to the devil. What does it mean, give no place to the devil? Nor give place to the devil. What does it mean, don't give place to the devil? 
What does that mean? Well, that means if he has place, you gave it to him. He just didn't override you. He's not that powerful. If he has place in our life, how did he get it? Newsflash. We gave it to him. <laughs> so what's the answer? Uh, kick him out and don't give him any more place. But a lot of people give place to the enemy because they don't know what's of the enemy. They don't know where, well, maybe this is something that I'm supposed to have because I sinned last week. Or maybe I'm supposed to accept this sickness because God's trying to teach me something. No, a thousand times no. Sickness is not God's way of teaching. It's man's way of learning. Big difference. I said big difference. And it's not always man's way of learning. It's just some people wait till they're on bottom before they look up. You don't have to wait for that. You can look up like the wise men from the east and just search, seek and serve Jesus because you're wise. Not half dead, right? Oh my. All right. So everyone can be healed because everyone can learn how to give no place to the devil. But there's that learning again. Well, I don't know if I want to read my Bible and read that book on the authority of the believer. I don't know if I want to go to church and hear those things. Fine. But if sickness takes you down, don't say it was God's will. Be honest and say, I didn't do what I was supposed to do and not giving place to the devil. Just be honest. Well, I don't know why God didn't answer my prayer. Why didn't you learn how to not give the devil place anymore? Let's be honest. Look at 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9. This will show you how to give no place to the devil. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 and 9 Peter says basically the same things that um, James said in James 4, 7. But notice he adds a few things. Peter says, if you don't want to give place to the devil, be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Aren't you glad it didn't say he's just devouring everybody? He knows who he can devour and he knows who he can't devour. He has to look for open doors. He has to look for ignorance. He has to look for people living in sin. He has to look for things because he's not, he can't devour everybody. He has to look and see who he can devour. I can't devour Ashton. She's in the Word all the time. I can't devour Candace. She's walking in love all the time. We've got faith. I can't devour Hunter. But then he goes, oh, wait a minute. Look, 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 look. I can devour that person. Because they don't know some things. They think everything that happens is God is in control. And they have no motive to resist anything. Well, if you're not resisting anything, I can tell you why a lot of problems are in your life. If we're not resisting the devil, there are some things of the devil that are not fleeing from us. They can't go away by prayer. They won't go away by wishing and crying. They'll only go away when you do what the Lord told you to do and resist it. Which basically means you open your mouth and say, no! Jesus paid a great price to free me from this thing and I'll not have it! You'll feel like you do have it at times because the devil brought it to you and is trying to, trying to uh, unload it on you. You just stand your ground and say, no, you don't, devil. And best to do it as soon as you understand what's going on instead of waiting two days to see, is this really going to get any worse? How about nip it at the bud? If the pain comes, no! In the name of Jesus, stop. And that's the key right there. In the name. Just saying stop's not going to work. 
You know, did you know just laying hands on the sick doesn't mean they're going to recover? Jesus said, in my name, you lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You got to make sure the name of Jesus is there. Well, he said that the devil is going to come as a roaring lion seeking who may devour. Be sober, be vigilant. Resist him. Here you go. This is how you do it. Resist him steadfast in the faith. Resist him steadfast so we're back to faith again. Faith. You resist him steadfast in the faith. I've read the word. I've heard the word. I believe the word. Satan, you are illegally trying to hurt me. You can't do it in Jesus' name. Stop! That's faith. That's releasing your faith. It's releasing your authority against the problem. And the Lord said, if you do that, he will flee from you. Mm, that's good news. Turn to John 14. John chapter 14. You ready for another one? You sure? Everyone can be healed because everyone can get saved and use the name of Jesus against the sickness. This is closely related to this last one. John 14, verse 13 and 14. Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Next verse, whatever, if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. Listen very closely, church. Actually, put verse 12 up there. Just before these verses. Notice this. Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, everybody say the works. Say works. Come on, say works. All right. So he's talking about works, doing the works of Jesus. The works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. In other words, Jesus has so much compassion for hurting people, he says, my ministry's got to continue. Don't worry about being perfect. My blood takes care of your sins. Just get out there and believe you got my name, and believe it works, and get people free. But now notice, he's talking about doing the works of Jesus. He's not talking about prayer in these two verses. He's talking about doing the works of Jesus, and speaking against disease, and speaking things to sick people, that if they'll do them, they'll rise and be healed. Listen closely. Connect this now with the next two verses. The works of Jesus. Next verse. And whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it. Notice he didn't say whatever you ask in my name, I'll give it to you. He didn't say whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give it to you. That's prayer, and you'll find that in chapter 16. This is doing the works of Jesus. He, I looked up the word ask. You see that word ask? Whatever you ask, it's translated demand. Not of God. Of the disease. G Peter came upon that man and said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he lifted him up. He demanded that man to walk and Jesus did it. Jesus made it happen. And Peter said, why are you looking on us as though by our own power or holiness we made this man to walk? It's so interesting to me that the apostle Peter said to the people, this man was healed and it wasn't because we were apostles. <laughs> and then we've got theologians today saying, all those healings died out with the last apostles. And the apostles said it didn't happen because we were apostles. It happened because of the name of Jesus and faith in his name. Does this man stand here before you whole? Yea, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Well, do we have the name of Jesus today? Do you think it works just like it did 2,000 years ago? 
You know it does. It's just people haven't been using it properly. They had great faith in the name of Jesus 2,000 years ago. It went with them everywhere they went. And it's so interesting to see that they, they, they related the name of Jesus to his person. Where his name is, he's there. He said, if two or three of you are gathered together in my name, I'm there. Wow. All the power that was in Jesus when he was walking on the earth is in his name today. Now, he said, verse 14, whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it. Remember the word ask can be translated demand. What if you said, sickness, get out of here in the name of Jesus. Well, if you really believe and have faith in the name of Jesus, the Lord said he'd do it. Now, if it doesn't happen immediately, it doesn't mean it's not in progress. A lot of this works because our levels of faith are at different levels. So everyone can be healed because everyone can get saved and use the name of Jesus. Right? right? Whatever you demand in my name, I'll do it. Disease, get away from me. Die. Leave my presence. Book, you're out of here. In the name of Jesus. The more you understand the name of Jesus, the quicker results you'll see. One of the greatest studies you can do is on the powerful name of Jesus. All right, we've got to wrap it up here, but let's go to one more. Actually, two more. Mark 16. Mark chapter 16. Mark 16 and verse 15 through 18. Jesus said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. And the, and the implication is, in my name, they will speak with new tongues. In my name, they'll take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not by no means hurt them. And that's in the line of duty. You don't just go pick up a snake and try to prove you're a believer. That's called tempting the Lord and you will die <laughs> if it's a deadly snake. No, this is in the line of duty. And if they, if they um, what does it say? If they drink any deadly thing, it by no means hurt them. In my name, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. <laughs> believers, not, not pastors, not apostles, not holy prophets. Believers. Yeah. If believers... In the name of Jesus, lay hands on the sick. Jesus said the sick would recover. There's so much to say about this. Oh, man. But one of the most important things is this. Everyone can be healed because everyone can have hands laid on them by a believer in the name of Jesus and believe they're in the recovery process. Anybody can do that. Anybody can find a believer and say, lay hands on me in the name of Jesus. Because when you do, I'm going to believe I'm in the recovery process. What would have happened? You'll recover or Jesus lied. I like the word recover because sometimes there's not always an immediate manifestation of healing. But that doesn't mean you don't walk by faith where you're at because eventually you'll get there anyway. Yes. Are you listening to me? Um, now, I, I wrote something down here that I thought was very interesting and I'm going to read it to you. Carla and I were talking over coffee and tea this morning, and this came to me. 
Everybody, this is where some people miss it, and this is where some people give up, and this is where some people don't see their miracle. They don't understand the recovery process in some of these healings. And it's not a recovery process because God wants it to linger longer. It's just where people are at in their faith. So here's the way the Lord gave it to me. Everybody has faith to be healed, but not everybody has faith for an immediate healing. They have faith for healing by degree. Their faith will grow as they do the simple things the Lord leads them to do to get out of the disease. God works with us where we're at, not where we pretend to be. God cannot work with anything false or fake. And if we're thinking we're here, I'm going to believe for an immediate healing, and you're not really there, you're kind of on your own. How about you just chill out and say, what can I really, really believe God for? What can I really be persuaded of? Because you know what some people is? I really believe. Okay, I'm going to be honest with myself. I, I was wishing I was up here, you know, to believe for an immediate healing, you know, faith man, faith woman. But if I ain't there and I want to get healing, I better be honest. God does not work with pretend. He has nothing to do with false. I need to ask myself, where am I really? You know where a lot of people are at right now? They're at a level of, you know what, if I be honest, I believe with all my heart that if I take this medicine, change my diet, get on some vitamins, I'll be healed after a while. What's that called? That's called being honest, and now God's got something he can work with. Did you know that Kenneth, Kenneth Hagin had a vision of the Lord? He had seven or eight of them. He was a prophet. He had a lot of these things in his ministry. He said that the Lord told him one time in a vision. He said, I love my people so much. And a lot of them are trying to be healed on a level of faith they're not really at. And Jesus told the prophet of God to tell all of us in our generation, he said, tell my people, son, that those that are struggling in their faith, they're not making a faith connection, they're not quite at that level of immediate divine healing. He said, tell them this, son, tell them. If they will ask me to simply speed up the natural healing process in their body, I'll do it. Now, that's not immediate divine miracle healing. Like, whoa, everybody wants, but it beats dying. Jesus said, just tell my people, if they're not quite at the level of faith they need to be, tell them I can still help them. But tell them, just tell them to ask me, Jesus, would you please speed up the natural healing process in my body? And he said, I'll do it. That's where a lot of people are at in their faith, but they're not operating in that level. They think they're in a higher level. They're not getting anything because they're not being honest. There is such a thing as healing by degree. Let me read this to you again. Everybody has faith to be healed, but not everybody has faith for an immediate healing. Some people have faith that if they take medicine or change their diet, God will work through that. And they'll eventually be healed. But if they're trying to believe for an immediate healing without medicine or change of diet, they won't see any results because that's just where they want to be in faith, not where they really are. All right, let me quote 1 Peter 2.24. You ready? 1 Peter 2.24 says, He his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin shall live unto righteousness, by whose stripes, wounds, we were healed. Okay, so in God's mind, we're healed. Remember I said a few minutes ago, there's more than one way to receive healing from God. 
One of the best ways to receive healing from God is to develop in faith to where you believe you were healed and you just act like it's true and you praise God like it's true and you enter into a zone where you're, you're healed. Faith in that word, you're healed. Now listen closely. Here's how I got it from the Lord. 1 Peter 2, 24, by his stripes we were all healed. Past tense. Listen, healing is already provided, but some people can't grasp that they were healed. So they need to get on the road to recover, receiving healing a little at a time as they do what the Lord is leading them to do. Some people can't grasp yet in their spiritual development. They'll be able to if they keep growing, but they can't grasp yet in reality that I was healed with all this pain and symptoms in my body. They can't grasp I was healed, but see these symptoms at the same time. Well, so they need to get on the road to receiving healing a little at a time as they do what the Lord is leading them to do. Go ahead and take that medicine. Pray that it's blessed so there's no side effects, son, daughter. Go ahead and see the doctor. I'll work through them and you'll know if it's the Spirit of God or not when I talk to you. Go hear what they have to say, then come back to me and I'll tell you what to do about it. Maybe, maybe he said, you know what? That surgery, you need to have it. I'll be there with you. You'll come out fine. Things will work great. I'll work through the doctor and you'll enter into your healing. You have to be open to the Spirit of God leading you to do natural things at times. Because he will. And if you don't do that and pretend to be on a higher level, there's not much he can do for you. I've had the Lord in my life at times work through medicine. I did not want to take it. I'm a faith preacher. You know, I'm a faith preacher. I I don't want to take medicine, but I wasn't getting any results. The pain was still there. I wasn't feeling any better. And the Holy Spirit said, son, just trust me. Take the medicine. That's at the level of faith you're at. I will work through the medicine. Believe that it works great. Believe that it works better than the bottle says. Believe for no side effects. And you will come through this thing shining with healing. Just operate where you're at, not where you wish you were. In your faith. And it worked amazing. Actually, some things were better after the medication than even before the medication. Before the sickness was even there. It's like it got super better. Because I did what the Spirit of God told me to do. I did what the Spirit of God told me to do. And in that situation, you should just expect improvement every day because by His stripes you were healed. Oh, praise God. Let me read this to you and we'll close. So I, just, I wanted to just read this kind of under a caption, how to be healed, because we've talked about a lot. Well, you, you know you can get in the Word until His Word works medicine in you. You know you can learn about faith. All things are possible to him that believes. You can learn to not give any place to the devil. But let me just tell you practically what I think will really help you in this area of what you can do right now to be healed of anything you're going through. Number one, get a stream of God's medicine going into you as much as possible. I guess you'd call it a Holy Ghost IV. <laughs> you know, those subclavian IVs, they go with you everywhere you go. You might have to do that for a while, you know. Get a steady stream of God's medicine going into you ASAP if you want to be healed. Get God's medicine. Get the IV. Isn't that one of the first things they do in the hospital? Get the IV going, right? Mm-hmm. Just get the, this is one of the first things you just get the IV going. Get the IV going. Number two. Keep your confession of God's word on healing strong and regular. In other words, what's going into you from the word, start speaking out of your mouth. 
and make it first person. Okay, I've been hearing a lot of healing scriptures, so I'm going to speak over my life right now. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of sickness and disease. By his wounds, I was healed. God's word is medicine to all my flesh. He is the Lord that heals me. Just start quoting those scriptures over your life regularly. Why? Because now not only is the word going in, now you're acting on the word in faith and it's going into high gear. Number three, if you want to be healed, this is just what I've learned in my life through scriptures. Number three, speak to the sickness in Jesus' name and tell it to stop advancing in your body and then tell it to get out and believe it's getting out. You got this? Steady stream of God's word. Start speaking God's word on a regular basis over your life. Start speaking healing scriptures over your life. Don't just wait for the preacher. You do it. Number three, speak to the problem. Tell it to stop advancing. Tell it to stop advancing. And if that's all the faith you have for today, just tell it to stop advancing. And tomorrow, the next day, we'll talk about it getting better. Healing by degree is wonderful if that's where you're really at. How many know something bad in your body, stopping and advancing is a breakthrough? Time to shout and say, my faith work is not getting any worse. I think I'll go to getting a little better. It stopped getting worse. Celebrate. Woo-hoo-hoo. Throw a party. My faith worked. It stopped getting worse. The tumor stopped growing. Now what? Now that you got that victory under your belt, now how about, I think I'll believe that it starts to shrink a little bit. Why a little bit? Because that might be where you're at in faith. A lot of little bits equal total healing down the road. Don't despise little bits. Number four, you have to call your body healed regularly. Faith calls those things which be not as though they were, just like God. Called Abraham the father of many nations before he, was even, before he even had a child. Sometimes you just say, body, I call you healed. Body, I call you feeling really good. Body, I call you strong. Body, I call you free from disease. And I like this, Lou. I like saying... Immune system, I call you strong, vibrant, supernaturally healthy. Immune system, you're great. And at the time, it may look like your immune system's not doing real great. What are you doing? You're calling things which be not as though they were, just like God talked. You're talking now. Just like Abraham talked. You're talking. And finally, how to be healed Look to the Holy Spirit inside you as to anything he's leading you to do in the natural as well as the spiritual. Look to him. He may say, drink more water. Pipe up the vitamin C. Take a little zinc. Go on Google and say, what's good for this? And I'll tell you what's for me and what's just Google. Because there's some good stuff on there and there's some not so good stuff on there. So what do you do? You find out what the information is and you ask the Holy Spirit and something will pop out. More than others. So you got that? Aren't you thankful everybody can be healed? We've got scripture to prove it. It's just not everybody is willing to go to the Word and do what the Word says to be healed, but you can be. And that's why we have this class now. So let's stand up, church. And let's pray. Father, we thank you. There's hope for everybody on this planet. There's hope for every sick person on this planet. You have provided a way to get out of every sickness and every disease. And I pray that those watching 
I pray, Lord, that this does not slip. Help them to see this. Help them to get this ingrained in them that there is nothing you cannot help people through in this life to where no matter what the diagnosis is, they can be back in the sunshine soon. They could be back in joy and peace soon. They could be back in health soon. And it's a reality, and we thank you for it, Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. And I just really believe I heard the Spirit of God say, some that are attacked in body are being attacked in mind at the same time with thoughts of, I'm not worthy. I don't have faith to be healed. My life has no purpose. Maybe this is my time to go. If I don't die of the sickness, how am I going to die? A lot of times your mind will be under attack the same time your body's under attack. A lot of times oppression will come to your mind while sickness is hurting your body because the enemy's trying to work at you from both angles. Sometimes you need to say, sickness, get out of my body. Satan, shut up with your lies. I claim peace and joy in my mind, and I claim healing and health in my body. Sometimes you got to watch up about tax on your mind the same time your body's being attacked with a disease because the devil's going to try to get you down and depressed and no hope. At the same time, he's trying to afflict your body. And sometimes you need to say, Satan, take your hands off my mind. My soul is in the hands of Jesus. Sickness, get out of my body. By his stripes, I was healed. And you just... Stick with what you're saying and believe that what you're saying is working. And he has nothing he can do. He has to back off eventually. He has to back off eventually. Well, Pastor, I've been quoting the word for two days. <sighs> yeah. And if you could see what it's doing in the realm of the spirit, you'd quote it forever. Because it's doing great damage to the devil and his darts and his diseases. And you're coming out of something you thought maybe you would never come out of. We're not moved by the clock. What the, the Lord said it works, it's working. And sometimes you just got to take the clock off the wall and say, you know what? I believe it's working. Thank you, Jesus. And he'll sustain you until the healing does manifest. So don't worry about anything. Father, again, thank you for your word. We go now, Lord, with medicine and our lives and our flesh is being affected. We thank you, Lord, for healing us of every disease. Thank you that your word is more powerful than anything of the devil. Thank you for authority. Thank you for lifting us up and keeping us protected in these end times. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information about this ministry, visit faithheights.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. To sow into this ministry, visit faithheights.org and click on the Donate tab. 